Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shalene Johnson. If you are a business owner, if you are in an MLM, or you're a distributor, or you've been in business for 20 years. Actually, I talked to somebody three days ago who's been in business for 40 years. And what I'm gonna share with you is the reason why he's struggling. And it's an old school mindset. And I want to address for you the biggest mistakes that people make who are new in business that's costing them a freaking fortune and it's costing you your freaking life. Like what I mean by that is you don't realize how much money, A, you're leaving on the table, B, how much of your life you are wasting away by making some of these mistakes. How much bigger your business could be. Like, dude, if I knew all this stuff like five years ago, OMG. If, dude, if I knew this stuff three years ago, OMG. But I know it now. And I just can't help it. I'm one of those people that when I know something, I'm like, I should tell people about this. I'm going to share my top mistakes of a struggling business. It doesn't matter whether you are new to business or you are old school. In fact, sometimes this is the hardest for old school entrepreneurs to wrap their heads around. I know, trust me, I know, because I had that old school mentality, as I'm sure many of you can relate to, where you're supposed to figure everything out yourself. All right, so let's get to it. So please, please, please make sure you're taking notes. Number one, you ready? Number one mistake of brand new entrepreneurs is this. They think that they need to figure things out themselves because that will save them money, right? Oh, I don't know how to do that, but I'm sure I can watch a YouTube video and I can figure out how to edit a podcast. Oh, I know what I can do. I can figure out how to make kind of an infographic and how to make those really cool fonts over photos and I'll figure out how to build my own list. And you know what I'll do? I'm gonna figure out how to build a website. But that's the way of the old school entrepreneur. I will just figure it out. I'll do this myself. I'm smart, I'm resourceful, I'm creative. I'll figure out how to build that myself. How much does that cost? Really? I could build that. What are they charging to do that? I could figure that out. I'll watch some YouTube videos. I'm not paying for a course on that. I'm not paying for an expert on that. I can't. I would, but I can't because I don't have any money. So I'll figure it out. I figured out myself. Hello, hand up right here, guilty as charged. I was the queen of figuring everything out. You can't imagine the things I have wasted time figuring out, including editing music, designing clothes. Like, designing clothes isn't just like, oh, that would be cute. Like, literally things that I have no business doing. Well, because that's what we've been taught. That if you want to save time and money, then what you gotta do is figure out how to do it yourself so you can save money right? Because you don't have to be an expert. You can do it yourself. Wrong. I will say, however, it is important to figure out for yourself enough to know whether or not you need it and just enough to know if you're being taken advantage of. So here's what I mean. I mean, I don't need to figure out how to code a website, but it's up to me to know if the person I've hired is a scam artist or not and if what they're telling me is what I really need. Case in point, it's up to me to understand enough about technology to say, oh, okay, so here are the things that I need. My website needs to be mobile responsive, period, end of subject. My website needs to be clean and guess what? I don't even need a website. 
Really, most of you don't even need a website. You need an opt-in page. Even in the last six months, I've heard from people who are like, you know, I've hired this out, I've taken your advice, and I'm going to have that done, and this person says that I don't need a mobile responsive website because a lot of people aren't doing that these days. I'm like, yeah, a lot of people aren't building mobile responsive websites because they don't know how to. And you will end up paying somebody else to redesign the whole thing, and you're going to waste a whole ton of money because your website must be mobile responsive. So my point is this. You should not be doing these things yourself, but you do need to know, you do need to, to do just enough research to find out, what do I need? And you can even toy with something once. Once, like you can edit a couple of podcasts, you can edit a couple of photos, you can play around with some things enough to go, okay, I know enough now to know what I'm looking for. And that's all. But the biggest mistake that people make is that they think it's saving them money. And y'all, it's not. The number two mistake that people make is that they're outsourcing projects. Because you're like, oh, dude, I'm so down. I'm already with the program. I'm not trying to figure this stuff out myself. I'm outsourcing projects and I'm outsourcing projects and I'm outsourcing. How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? I'm here outsourcing projects. I'm outsourcing projects and that didn't go so well. And now I'm managing these outsourcing projects and now I'm rewriting the same dumb project proposal. Now I'm reading hundreds of proposals every single day and now I'm trying to save myself. Shalene, you said this would save me money. I've heard from other experts that this would save me money. Yes. So a lot of people are doing this. You guys are like, I'm down with that. I am outsourcing. I got you, girl. I've been on Fiverr, like you said, I was on Odesk, and I'm so down with the program, I already know it's called Upwork now, so I'm down, sister, I am down. No, you're not, you're behind. That was so 2005 minutes ago, and now it's going to cost you money. You know why? Because this stuff gets updated all the time, and as soon as we figure it out, then the not-so-scrupulous types show up, and it turns into a nightmare, right? Like Facebook was really fun when it was actually just kids in college, but now all the marketers have shown up and I love it, but you know, it changes, everything changes. And so what has changed is that there are sites you should go to and sites you can go to, but the biggest problem that most entrepreneurs who have moved on and are willing to accept the idea that they should outsource and get help is that they're trying to one-off projects. They're trying to find somebody to hire to edit these photos this week and then then the next week they're trying to find someone who can edit a podcast and the next week they're trying to find somebody who can do some research for them. And then what happens is you've become a full time recruiter and HR department for people who don't get it, which means you have no time to train them, which means you are wasting money because you've outsourced things repeatedly because you're like, I can't believe I just paid for four people to do the same job, but none of them did it right. And hmm, now it looks like it's me having to do it anyways because they didn't get it right. And how about people who lie about what they can actually do? Some of these people, they lie. And this is a funny story. So I was hiring somebody to edit photos, right? And I'm like, it would be ideal if I had somebody who's edited fitness photos before. It'd be super helpful. You know, I'd like to take a look at your portfolio. And this person seemed great. And they're like, oh, absolutely, I can show you my portfolio. Yeah. So guess what? When I got to see their portfolio, there were tons of edited photos of me. And they hadn't done that work. I had used another editor. So they had stolen from probably his portfolio, which was online, photos of me and I'm like, hmm, problem. So it's like, how do you trust people? 
right? And that's a really big deal. Actually, the solution is this, in my opinion. But people fear this. So can I ask you to lean in real close? And can I ask you to have an open mind and just consider this? What would it be like if you're one great person and it was just them that you're working with? Right? It was only them that you were working with. You didn't have to worry about hiring all these extra people. You didn't have to worry about, are they lying? Are they taking advantage of me? What if it was the same person every single day? And if they couldn't do what you needed, they were at least really good at finding you someone who could. What if it was the same person, you really knew them, and they started to understand your business and care about your business the way that you do? What if you just had one person and you just knew you could trust them, you knew what time they came on, you knew, like they were devoted to your team. They knew you could trust them with passwords, you could trust them with accounts. And what if you had that same person every single day, every single day, for like three to four hours? Would that be good? Would that be exciting? Let's just say this, because I know it doesn't matter what you do, whether you own a construction company, a nail salon, you are a Beachbody rep, you are in essential oils or Herbalife or you own a cycling studio. It doesn't matter who you are or what you are. Everyone needs to use social media. So if that were the case, then wouldn't you agree that all of us would be further ahead in our businesses if we could just have somebody who was as freaking good as you and who understood the business as well as you did? Wouldn't it be awesome if you had just like one person that all they did for four hours every day was social media? Would that take your business to the next level where you could just like do the stuff that you do? So what if I told you you could have a permanent part-time team member devoted to you and your team and working for you three to four hours a day for as little as $13 a day. What if you could do that? Would that be worth opening up your mind to give this a shot? Next mistake that people make is that they try to use outdated websites and techniques to find these people. And when I say outdated, I don't mean that the sites are outdated, but the techniques and the practices that you should use on those sites is no longer working well. Unfortunately, the less trustworthy people in the world have figured it out, but it's really, really, really hard to find good people on some of the most popular sites that people are using. Now, I'm not gonna list them because I certainly know that there are good people there great people on some of these sites. So I'm not gonna list those sites for you, the ones that I want you to avoid. But let me just say this, be careful. Know who you're talking to. Skype with them if you're using some of those websites. There are, and I'm gonna say this, certain countries that in terms of what it is you need, in terms of a mindset, in terms of a culture, in terms of an understanding of the English language, in terms of a general propensity to be good at a certain type of job. There are certain websites that I recommend and there are certain websites that I don't recommend. And it's one of the things that I talk about very specifically in the Virtual Business Academy, but get this you guys, it changes all the time. Because pretty much as soon as you recommend a site, everybody jumps on it and then it's not so great. Number one, and number two, there are about five sites, and I like to tell people, based on who you are, how you like to work, what you're looking for, 
and your budget, I'm going to give you the breakdown of why I like one versus another. We'll get to that. We will get to that. For those of you who are in the Virtual Business Academy, don't research it. Go into your modules and watch those lessons because we have done the research for you. We have broke it down. We have interviewed hundreds of people who are actually consultants on those sites. We're going to help you understand why one might be better for you than another and give you room to grow in terms of your budget. So before I move on, let me just say this. An outdated technique is this. An outdated technique is posting a job. There are a lot of websites that you can go to where you post a job up, you get massive amounts of people saying, I can do it for this amount and I can do it for $14. Well, I can do it for $1,400 and you're like, what? Why is there such a huge discrepancy? And then it's very easy to go, well, I'll take something in the middle, right? Well, I'm just here to tell you that those sites where you just get massive amounts of variation and people from all over the world are not my top choices. Are there good people there? Heck yes. There are always exceptions. I will never say anything definitively, but the bids are all over the place and that's one of the reasons why we struggled with this and outsourcing became a full-time nightmare for us until we figured this out. And that is to instead of outsourcing single jobs, find one permanent part-time team member. Next one is people are being very careless with their assets. Y'all know I got hacked, right? Y'all know I got hacked. Yes, I got hacked hard. <laughs> our bank accounts got hacked, our Instagram, Twitter, and my email account, which meant if they were in my email account, that meant they could change every password to everything I had, and I didn't know they were in my email account. They don't do this by hacking your password. Do you know that, right? They don't need your password to hack into your life. They don't. Everyone's like, I've got a really good password. No one would ever be able to imagine it because it's a line from a movie and no one would ever be able to figure it out. Except you guys, you guys, they don't need your password. They don't need your password. They don't need your password. They need to know your email address and a couple of answers to security questions, which you're like, well, nobody would know the answers to those. Yes, they do because they're in databases. Because at some point, somewhere, you filled out something that's told people your last address or the high school you graduated from or your, the name of your first pet or you filled out one of those online quizzes. You've, you've done something and all this information is out there and it's being collected. This is the truth. I'm not making this up. I've had four FBI agents in this home explaining all of this to me. This is true. And all of that information is being held on huge databases, which all of which is untraceable on the dark web, the deep web, the dark web. Yeah, it's like below our web, the web that the normal people use. It's called the dark web, the deep web. And that's where they store it all. And so once they have your email address, all they have to do is figure out how they're going to answer one of your security questions. And I know what you're thinking. You're going to go, well, I selected really weird security questions. On almost every site, you can change the security questions. So they just keep changing the security questions until it's one that they have the answer to. And they're in, unless you're careful with your assets because they hack old people who have never been on the internet. I get phone calls from people who are like, my grandpa just got hacked and I, apparently he had an email address set up. He's never been on the web. He doesn't do any social media. They just want your identity, you guys. Your identity has a bounty on it. They need social security numbers. It's not about social media. Like mine happened to have made my hack more valuable to my hackers, but I was just a random coincidence. 
just a random coincidence. So how do you avoid it? Well, you do that by protecting your assets, by knowing how to protect yourself, and by setting yourself up with a system that protects all of your information so that we have two-factor authentication on your Dropbox, two-factor authentication on every single place that I sign in. If anyone other than me signs in, which they do because I have a team, I get a notification to my phone immediately. Everything, every email, every social media platform, every account, every Dropbox, everything. Then each and every personal assistant, virtual assistant, they each have their own vault. Now, if this sounds complicated to you, I don't blame you. It sounded complicated to me too, but that's what people need to learn because you know what? Your iPhone seemed complicated too when you first got it. It seemed complicated. And you're like, do I really need this? Do I really need all this? Yes, you do. And you need it because even if you have a team that you really, really trust, your content is only as safe as their connection. So what we suggest you do is set up a system where you're verifying that whoever you're working with, and this is again why you want a permanent part-time team member, because you're going to have to make sure they have the same password protection on their side of the world that you do. For me to know that all of my information is safe, you bet your bottom dollar. I am going to protect my assets. That's your intellectual property rights. That's your personal information. That is your database. That is all of your content. That is all of your information, your videos, your everything. Everything's protected. So $49 and we pay for that. They can pay for it themselves if they want. We pay for it. And then before they can start working for us, we have a system of verifying that they're using that system and we only send communication back and forth using encrypted messages from that service, like 1Password. Now, if this sounds overwhelming to you and you're in the Virtual Business Academy, simmer down, it's okay. I'm gonna walk you through it. I know it sounds complicated, it's really not. But this is a step that a lot of people skip. They skip it, and they shouldn't. Because if you skip this, what you're doing is putting everything you have in the mercy of somebody on the other side of the world who does not have $49 to pay for this. It's called a vault. So we have a vault. So we have a vault for virtual assistants. I have a family vault. I have a personal vault. And each one of those vaults requires a separate sign-in. And I can tell who signed in and what they're doing. What we love to use is called 1Password. But a lot of people buy 1Password and then they don't know how to set it up and they don't know how to get their virtual team members on it. And that's why we created the Virtual Business Academy. It's because we're gonna show you how you do this so that you don't freak them out and so that you have the peace of mind of knowing you're covered, you're safe, your stuff is safe. Don't you want your stuff safe? Yes. Next, it's treating your digital business like it's a messy closet. It's the messy closet mindset. Okay. so. If you have a desktop that's covered with files and things you've taken screenshots of and things you want to look at later and PDFs you want to read and so your desktop is a mess and then you've bought new phones and you've kept old phones and you've bought new computers and old computers and you have hard drives and you've got SD cards and and you've got photos on some external hard drive somewhere and you've got some stuff over here on this computer. I'm not sure which file it's in. I've got some stuff in documents, but I haven't really put in file systems. And, yeah, and I save some stuff to the cloud. Like, you let me know 
if this sounds like your digital business. Yeah, and I've got some stuff on Dropbox, but I couldn't tell you where to find it on Dropbox because if you went into my Dropbox right now, it would look like a messy closet. It's like, I don't have a system for naming things. I don't know which is the latest version. I don't know where any of this stuff is. And so that's half the reason why, Shalene, I really can't hire a virtual assistant because my digital life, all my files, all my work, all my content, it kind of looks like a closet that's exploded with clothes that I've tried on before I want to go to a party and I tried on like a hundred outfits and everyone I just take it off and I throw it on the floor I'm like eh, I don't like that and I take it off and I throw it on the floor I'm like eh, I don't like that I don't like it. I'll hang all this stuff up later I will hang all this stuff up later I don't think the guys do this but the ladies know what I'm talking about I'm talking about all of us and I did that too our Dropbox looked like it was embarrassing because we had four people that work with us at Team Johnson, four people that work with us, and all four have their own way of naming things and their own way of saving things and their own way of putting things together. And, and it was just a mess and we could never find anything. It just, it was digital overload and it was digital mess. And that is costing you time, money, peace of mind, and the clarity that you need to take your business to the next level. You have to accept that. You have got to get your digital life organized. I have my inbox at zero and I get thousands of emails every day because I have a system. I have a system now and it's really, really simple. But it took me years and years and years to figure it out. Literally, I didn't figure it out until this year. Truth. I mean, even as little as like three months ago, I'm like, this is the last of the Mohicans. Like if I can solve this, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a Nobel Peace Prize or something. I have to tell you, I didn't figure it out. I just found experts and listened and said, oh, that makes total sense. And I'll give you a little hint. It is not about you having better habits. It's a system. Don't outsource anything until your digital life is organized. You'll waste time, you'll waste money, and I don't want you to do that. There's a right time and a right way to do things. And just hiring people is not it. You've gotta get your digital life in order first. Don't get married until you have your life kind of in order first, right? Like just do these things first or you will waste money. This episode has been sponsored by CourageousConfidenceClub.com. It's a club that I've created specifically to help people who struggle with confidence and insecurities and social settings and, and just standing up for themselves, being yourself and feeling good about it. All of us could benefit from having more confidence. I'd love for you to just experience a taste of it. So please be my guest by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips. Now, if you don't feel like writing that web address down or remembering to go there later, all you have to do is, while you're listening from your phone, send me a text message. The number is 949-565-4337, and that is for U.S. residents. Then just send me the word confidence, and I will send you access to this video. This video will help you to eliminate self-doubt and just feel more confident in any situation, whether it's work or personal or just your social interactions. Every one of us can benefit from having more confidence. There you'll submit your email address and I will immediately send to your inbox my latest training video. 
example where I teach you step-by-step how to feel more confident in just about any social setting. I think you'll find this incredibly useful, whether it's business or personal or just in your everyday interactions. Confidence is something that makes life easier. It helps you to raise more confident, self-efficient children. It allows us to speak our mind, to stand up for ourselves, to do the things that otherwise we are paralyzed by fear and we just allow our own thoughts to stop us. By learning how to overcome self-doubt and fear of success, you can become that confident person that others are attracted to. The person you want to be, the person you deserve to be, the person you know is inside of you. So thank you for checking out my free tools by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips.